Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. This is Chris Fairbanks, today's guest. Thanks for getting right into it, Chris. Normally, that's not how it works, but I like your presumption. I know. I've made that mistake before. <laughs> I enjoyed... But you're, a, you know, you're the... you're. You're you're one of our usuals. You're yeah. a regular. It's, you're get just get in the jump in the pool, baby. The water's temperate. It's yeah. the reason That's I, what they say, right? <laughs> yeah. Jump in the pool, baby. The water's temperate. It was that was me just showcasing how comfortable I am around you too. Yeah, I mean, and it shows. And uh, I love that you're nude, by the way. <laughs> you know what? That's also a great That's, sign of comfort. Jordan, I, I don't mean to no but here. Chris mm-hmm. is not actually nude, but he does have a swimsuit and a towel draped over his knees. It's true, yes. <laughs> In actuality, that I... Is, that's real. I Mine, went, the nude thing uh, was false. I went to a swim uh, party, and I did not swim, so I just still have my stuff. Your dry I, suit. You know, I used a share ride app to get here. Why, yeah. did you, why did you choose not to swim? Uh, you know, the sun had uh, reached its pinnacle prior to me arriving. Mm. Yeah, so mm. I, uh, you know... The old sun issue. Yeah, the old earth spinning. Sure. It was only 91 degrees instead of 96 like it was earlier today. Uh, five degrees makes so much difference when it, when it comes to me showcasing my breaststroke. Yeah. That's me just <laughs> grabbing a poolside lady. You, uh... What? <laughs> Nuts. You, uh, you have a your swim trunks are um, ostentatious. Yes, in they, a fun way. They are. They have. They are pink, and they have rubber ducks on them. They are specifically rubber duckies, and they are very specifically pink. The, but the the shorts are pink, and the ducks are a traditional yes. duck yellow. Yes, yes, yes. Sure. Is this like a lifestyle for you? Are you peacocking? Is this part of the game? You know, I read his book, and it was either this or wearing ski goggles on top of a beanie. (laughs) (laughs) You made the right choice, my friend. But who's to say you can't add some ski goggles and a beanie? Whatever you need to nag a threesome or a triple set. Yeah. Oh, God. What a monster, right? Those were the the days. Yeah. And And then those people turned into Nazis. (laughs) (laughs) Hooray. (laughs) Well, anyway, congratulations to us on 600 episodes. 600 episodes. A lot of them. This is our 600th episode. Uh, Thank you to every single one of you Jordan Jesse Go listeners who's got gotten us this far and frankly thank you to us for right. the inertia that has borne us from our start some 12 years ago mm-hmm. in a second bedroom in not even a second bedroom in a sort of f- f- like an ante room to the bedroom like a sewing room like a little sewing room right yeah or like a changing room maybe it was i mean the podcast started out as sewing tips yeah that's true <laughs> and then people just kind of liked the banter and they yeah. liked the guests so we decided to lean into that and then kind of back off the sewing stuff we haven't done a sewing segment in some time <laughs> well we did a little bit of back alley surgery stuff which is sort of right. like a yeah, type you of can utilize material. you can utilize sewing skills when you're a mob doctor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, well, what patching dudes skills? up in the back of a strip club. Wait, can I can I ask you guys yeah. a serious question? No, yeah. <laughs> I I this is on the subject of okay. becoming a mob doctor. Right, 
Um, so the other day there was this thing going around uh, Twitter that was like, how did you uh, apply for college before the internet? And I think when, Jordan, at least when you and a, I... Is this the world's worst meme? No, it wasn't a <laughs> meme. It was just like somebody was asking that question and people were answering how they found out about okay. colleges. And, you know. So it was like the, the anime guy and he's looking at a butterfly and he's like, <laughs> is this applying to college before the internet? It's <laughs> my favorite meme. Sure. You just plug in what you want. It, you know, and the best part about it, easy to understand. <laughs> and I think... I jo- definitely <laughs> comprehend all of them. Jordan, you <laughs> and one, I... Never one made sense. No. Uh-uh. You and I are at the at like the oldest age you can be about where there was definitely internet and you could definitely like submit your application online sure, or at yeah. least print it out from online mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff but someone who was older than us said well i was lucky enough to have it was actually ted leo pastor mm, sure. go guest ted leo said i had an old school helpful guidance counselor mm-hmm. And it made me wonder what your guidance counselors were like, because helpful is the absolute last word I would use to describe Gordon Chalmers, the uh, part-time uh, guidance counselor. Gordon at, Chalmers? Yeah. Sounds like a... Sounds like a a, a a mean teacher they prank in Animal House. <laughs> That's basically who he was. Yeah. He was not mean. He was only... He basically, you know, I went to arts high school. Mm -hmm. So, like, the only advice that he had was you should apply to Juilliard Mm -hmm. or you should go to City College. Okay. Those were the only two tracks. And And granted, that's 75% of my high school. I'm not saying he was entirely wrong. Right, right. He maybe had good advice. Yeah, but maybe when someone untalented with good SAT scores walked in, Mm -hmm. that's me, uh, then maybe uh, those weren't the best advice. Yeah, I mean, I visited my high school guidance counselor once, and don't really remember the the what went down. Uh, I I don't remember being traumatized by it in any way, so it's probably fine. Although I could be repressing the trauma, uh huh. Um, but I don't think so. Did you like figure out what to do yourself? Uh, what, what do you mean, as far as like what college to go to? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think I didn't get into a ton of colleges. So Hell I think yeah, you see was... Santa Cruz, baby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Banana slug. Yeah, so I think we only had the we, I, my only like financial option was to go to an in-state college. So I didn't like apply to the Emersons of the world, right? Uh, so yeah, it was like it was like you know, it was like in-state or in-state or nothing, in-state or you know. Um, so yeah, I think I. I applied to a couple, and UC Santa Cruz was the most fun one I visited. So yeah, not a huge, uh, it was not a huge process. Nor is it an interesting story. It's a bad story. <laughs> no, but you weren't traumatized. I remember going. I remember going to my high school guidance counselor's house mm-hmm. for like he w- invited me and my friend over, and all of the prettiest girls in high school were at his house, and I oh, didn't boy. realize. That maybe that was questionable until right this moment. Wow, <laughs> I do not. But he was. Not, I don't think there was any foul play. But uh, man, <laughs> so no one was murdered. It no. is hitting. Yeah, there was sure. no Columbo <laughs> yeah. solving that needed to. And I do. I do remember visiting the UC Santa Cruz guidance counselor once uh, for you know some advice on like post college stuff, internships and the like. I think I was looking for internships, and I remember asking. Him, you know, if there's any internships for, you know, TV and film. And I think the only thing he came back with was a, like, an assistant to the camera person at the local news in San Jose. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I have gone to a college that is has no interest in 
legitimate showbiz, unless you count agitprop street clowning as showbiz, which they did, I, I think, mean, sure. yeah. at UC Santa Cruz. Well, and performance unicycling. Sure, yeah. Like if, where you do tricks. Uh-huh. And, of course, tantric puppeteering. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you don't come till the end of the show? <laughs> right, until, until like, Punch hits Judy in just the right way. Oh, the kids. Then you blast in the, the park. The kids love it. The kids do love it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Glenn Washington, our, our friend uh, who hosts Snap Judgment. I've never met this man. You've never met Glenn? You our didn't meet him at Max FunCon? He came to Max FunCon? You didn't meet Glenn at Max FunCon? I'm busy at Max FunCon. I'm practicing my whittling. Okay. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. The uh, the advanced pe- pencil sharpening? Sure, yeah. Oh, that's a reference to old 14. Yeah. Oh, David Reese, Those baby. were the days. Um, Glenn Washington told me that his guidance counselor told him he should go into toilet repair. Oh, and well, I was like, "Are well. you just are you just saying plumbing in a cute way, or did he actually say toilet <laughs> repair?" Specialized. He, he, he did walk into the interview uh, covered head to toe in shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, it's like, is this last... the fault of a faulty toilet? It's like, can I give you some short term guidance? Yeah, I know we're supposed to have our our eyes on the horizon here, but can we deal with some immediate concerns? Right. Okay, because it is. Yeah. Our 600th episode, we have decided to put the call out on social media that we're willing to take telephone calls live on the air from listeners about what is the moment, most momentous thing that has happened to you in the last dozen years since we started Jordan Jesse Go. I should have taken that fucking job in San Jose. I know. Yeah, I could have worked my way up. I could be like a segment producer for the local news in San Jose right now. That's called a journalist. Jordan, Jordan, sure, yeah. you could be at the Tech Museum of Innovation right now. Yeah, I could be at dog shows. You, I could be at you uh, could be at the you could be at the Shark Tank cheering on legendary shark Owen Nolan. <laughs> could be interviewing a teen that's collecting money for I don't know. Let's say dogs. <laughs> <laughs> you could be talking to an uncomfortable street band who just saw an intersex collision. Intersection. <laughs> intersex collision. Have you guys been in one of these intersex collisions? They're called orgies. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Can't seem to get the invite. <laughs> it's one of those password type things, right? Yeah, Where you have to get the yeah. password on Facebook. The specific knock. Now, yeah. there's a there's a long tradition of call in talk radio. Mm-hmm. Many, many years sure. of call-in talk radio. It's existed uh, for, since the 50s or 60s, where hosts will talk about controversial topics. They'll take calls. What do you think about this? How do you feel about this? Should the Jets trade whoever or whatever it, the question I is? I hope we talk about sports. Yeah. And uh, I just want to let people know that those shows and stations have what's called Telephone systems, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Our sta- our station show this program does not. We have a burner Google Voice number that right. Brian set up. Sure, Brian has a go bag at all times. Just, he has a lot of burner flip phones. He gets at Seven <laughs> Eleven in case the shit goes down. This phone number just routes directly to the one telephone that's outside mm-hmm. the studio. So if you're looking for a curated experience. Listening to this week's program, it being our 600th, yeah. we cannot offer you that. Yeah. All we can call, all we can offer you is whatever asshole sees the Twitter post right. and calls the phone number, and hopefully, a few people will come through. 
but I just want to lower expectations on this very special episode. We have somebody. Oh, okay. Caller, you're on the air. What's your what? name? Where are you calling from? Uh, my name is Mackenzie. I'm calling from Denver, Colorado. Oh, that's nice. What's that? The Mile High City? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what they say. The Queen City of the Plains. You know, do you ever worry, Jordan? Oh, uh, we'll get to you in a second here, Mackenzie. Yeah. Do you ever worry no. when jo- when Brian? I try not to. When Brian laughs, mm-hmm. at something that's clearly not a joke. Uh-huh. Like when I said, "What's that? The Mile High City?" Right. Which is just the actual. Like if I said, "What's that? The Windy City?" Right. Or if I said, "Oh yeah, the Big Apple." It is indeed the Mile High. It city. is actually the Mile High City. So what I feel like is. What I worry is, is he just waiting to stab us in the back? Is the whole thing a lie? If he'll laugh at a non, at a pure non-joke like that, mm-hmm. is is this like a fucking long game that Brian's playing? Yeah, man. I don't think you're being paranoid I think at he's all. He's just trying to ease us into a new segment. Okay. With encouragement. I mean, obviously, this is intimidating. Yeah. Well, you know. You know, I guess we've done this maybe once before on a bonus episode or something. Right. Really? Life calls like this? Yeah. Is, so this oh. is totally new. And I think what Brian is doing is just giving us some signals like, hey, guys, you're doing great. Right. Even if we're not. Right. Mackenzie, Denver, Colorado. You're on the air with your heroes. Jordan, Jesse, go. That's Jordan and Jesse. Wow. And, of course, the great Chris Fairbanks. What a joy it is for you to be here <laughs> with us. Right what an now. honor. Yeah. Live from, from from Denver, Colorado, the Mile High City. And, and I really liked how you said that with a True. non-shitty tone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, you know, it's, uh, we're, we're here. My, mile High. We're here in the Queen City. Yeah. I, actually, I, I, I must confess, I'm not actually in Denver. I am in the suburb. Uh, so oh, fucking yeah. Brian. So yeah. Mackenzie and Brian. <laughs> we're in Westminster. <laughs> No, I'm just... I am not in Westminster. I am in Edgewater. I know the area. Yeah. I know the area. I also am familiar with Edgewater. Wow. Yeah. What would you wow. say are your top you three know. Edgewater memories? Well, you know, it's that time I was exactly on the uh, side of the riverbed. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Ah. Uh, okay. Because there's a lake here. Yeah, the lake bed is what I meant. Mackenzie, uh, <laughs> I assume people call you Mac. Uh, you know, every now and again. Yeah, like, but it's just like fun, cool people, right? Yeah. When you dunk, yeah, fun, cool people. When you dunk, you Ken sometimes. I was. I wanted to ask you a question about when you're dunking. Yeah. <laughs> when you dunk, do you oh, yell what? "Get ready for the Mac attack"? <laughs> Wait, oh, after uh, or before? Every time. While you're actually winding I, up to do the dunk. It, okay. It's uh, it's actually prepare for the Mac attack, but I I, I appreciate the. the the yeah. proximity there. <laughs> so, <laughs> that is better. It's more polite. Mac, uh, tell us, what is the most momentous thing that has happened to you in the last 12 years? What is your most momentous occasion? So 10 years ago, it, it's almost breaching the mark there. Um, I was uh, in high school in Michigan, uh, and I played in a ska core band. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Uh <laughs> We got an opportunity to Mac. Hold on, hold on, Mac. I don't. don't, Let's not. I don't. I ska. Is there a difference between a ska band and a ska core band? Yeah. Is a ska core like a bugle core? (laughs) C O R P S. Uh, Yeah. They play. They play taps when when a goofball in a Hawaiian shirt dies. (laughs) 
it's a no. it's more like Slayer meets real big fish. It's a real ugly lime and cream combo. Okay. Do what were you guys called? Did you incorporate yeah. the word ska into your name? Uh we did not. Uh, and I, I will leave that a mystery, but uh, we did get an opportunity to open for the Misfits in Detroit. Hey, that's wow. pretty good. Um, yeah, that's pretty solid. Yeah, it was kind of neat. Not the Danzig Misfits, though, like the other Misfits? Oh, yeah, not the original Misfits. No, it was Jerry only and, and two hired guns or oh. something. I don't know. Well, I, Jerry take it, I, uh, I take it back when I said that was cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't as cool as you might think. It was cool for no, me. No, that's was, great. No, that's very, that but, is genuinely very cool. Uh, they gave us 50 tickets to sell, and I put 20 through the wash, um, through, through the uh, washing machine. Wow. And I brought them to the promoter at the show, and he said, he looked at the tickets, and then he looked at me, and then he looked away, looked back at me, and he said, if you weren't a kid, I would break your fucking nose. Oh, Holy wow. shit. Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> Put him through the washing machine. And he let us play anyway, uh, but gave us a very bad time slot. But it was still a, a momentous occasion. I mean, the good news is they fucking saved the rec center. Yeah. yeah, there yeah. You go. <laughs> we saved the rec center. Yeah. yeah. We did it. Uh, what And now what became of the ska core band? Did you did your fame grow from there? Did you go your separate uh, ways? Did the they... drum and fife broke oh, off and started their own thing. Certainly right? not. We, we broke up maybe a year later, and then I moved to Colorado and uh, did music stuff out here. So. How's the ska scene in Colorado? Uh, well, I'm not playing in a ska band, unfortunately. I would love to. No. But, uh, you know, the... Change that. It's never yeah. been hotter. It's never been a better business decision. Sounds to me like you, you have to pick it up. <laughs> I, I guess I gotta pick it up. Pick it up. Pick it up. Pop, 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 pop. <laughs> what do you do now? What sort of music do you do now? Uh, so I play in like a, a indie punk band, sort of. Okay, I like so a much a much hotter genre. Yeah, yeah, I like those. Yeah, genres. yeah, a little little bit hotter, little little more in demand. The <laughs> music of fifteen, not twenty years ago, <laughs> right? Do you exactly? Uh, and do you do you have any? Do you have any? Any hot opening slots coming up? Are you? I mean, now that the real Misfits are back together, do you think you could, you know, open for them? Maybe kind of use that as a way to kind of get in the door. I open for like the shitty version of you. Yeah, you have the initial connection. I mean, we 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 could certainly try. Um, you still have Jerry's number? I wish I had Jerry's number. Holy heck! Yeah, that'd be neat. You text with him. This is about fun, like a fun picture that you saw. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Jerry, tell me all about his machine shop. Yeah. Hey, Jerry, what's it like being in your mid fifties and still dressing up like a monster on stage? (laughs) Anyway. Uh, Well, Matt. Yeah. Thank you for thank you for being the first caller on our all caller Jordan Jesse Go six hundredth episode spectacular. Yes, that's right, folks. It's the 600th episode of Jordan Jesse Go, and we're going to be cutting out our voices and leaving only the unexplained telephone track. Holy heck! Well, thanks for having me. <laughs> no, it's Mac. Mac seems like a nice guy, and yeah. I really love his catchphrase. Holy heck! Oh, that was fun. <laughs> yeah. Holy heck is a nice catchphrase. It's, it's very punk rock. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Yeah, because he doesn't really care. He doesn't really care who he pisses off. There's nothing right. more punk rock than not. Taking the Lord's name in vain. Yeah. Right. And also, I mean, heck is not that holy, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Yeah. Holy Christ is what I was thinking about. Whoops. Yeah. I mean, if you guys think about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wasn't Jesus kind of the first punk rocker? Hold on. I need to turn my chair around. <laughs> <laughs> think about it. He had, he had crazy hair. Yeah. 
He had worked so far. Always given out wine. <laughs> yeah, <he's> strung <laughs> out on horse. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and you know, and then just. Fucking shit up at CBGB's. Yeah. <laughs> he was always there. Yeah. Well, he did piss in some pretty nasty bathrooms. <laughs> sure. Yeah, <laughs> so that's, that's true. That's punk rock. Yeah. Just well, like an Aramaic hole. Yeah, all bathrooms at the time were probably pretty nasty. Yeah. So, But that's how he kept he uh, turned you from being blind uh, into a man with vision is he peed on your eyes. <laughs> a lot of people... Most people don't know. I don't know. Well, it depends that. on what translation. It depends on that. what translation of the Bible you're reading. Yeah, yeah. For, In the King yeah. James version, you know, it leads out the part about pee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris that... read the Mile High version. <laughs> sure. Yeah, the Denver Old Testament. Uh, Brian, do you have a, do we have another call? Caller, you're on Jordan Jesse Go. Please say your name and location. <laughs> Hey, this is Jeremy from Brooklyn, New York. Ah, this is uh, Jeremy from Brooklyn. We know this guy. We know this yep. questionable character. Yeah, Jeremy, <laughs> you're a you're a beloved regular at Max Fun events, uh, near and far. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and it's great to talk to you, Jeremy. Uh, what is the most momentous thing that has happened to you in the last twelve years? Uh, I believe it's something that actually happened somewhat recently. I attended my first dog pool party. Okay. Uh, it was mm. part of a charity event with about 70 dogs <laughs> and about five inflatable uh, children's uh, pools. And it was perhaps the most overwhelmed I've ever been as a human being. Oh, that sounds awful. What was the What was the cause? What were, what were the dogs? Uh, it was for a local charity uh, dog rescue. I would like it if it was a non-dog cause. Yeah. I think I would like this story a little bit better. If it was like, oh, ACLU. <laughs> sure, yeah. yeah. Just raising uh, money. Frankly, with the turnout and everything, it would absolutely work. Uh, wow. I'm I'm considering just sort of, it's going to be the new Patreon, basically. Mm. Instead of asking people for money, you just throw dog pool parties. Yeah. yeah, I mean, 70, I could get 70 dogs. Yeah. Where yeah. would you? Where? How would you start? What would be the first yeah. step to getting? Well, you have you. Can, well, I started. You have you a have good your dog pool party. Always starts at home, right? So sure. first Think of glo- all, globally act locally. Exactly. My two dogs, Coco and Sissy, uh, and there's a few dogs I know around the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So that would add up to about six. Mm-hmm. Pasadena City College Flea Market dogs are allowed, so I'd steal some dogs there. Sure, mm-hmm. why not? Oh, and then I'd get a block of wax. Mm-hmm. And sneak it into uh, the Pasadena Humane Society, Pasadena, California, not far from where we are. I'd make an impression of the jailer's key. Oh, uh-huh. okay. And then I'd uh, let loose the hounds. And you think they would follow you to a pool party instead of just, like, escaping? Yeah, well, I mean, if I had let them loose, I think they would feel a certain measure of gratitude. <laughs> sure. No, I mean, right. these, dogs are, are, these dogs are staring down the possibility that they could either find a new home and a new life or that their life could end there at the Pasadena Humane. I think the Pasadena Humane Society is, is no kill. So they just would live forever at the Pasadena Humane Society, yeah, which yeah. nobody wants that. They got a crocodile there. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah, you're always constantly living in fear of that croc. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's like <laughs> it. it's like if it's like if you lived on Crocodile Mile, where you right. you run, you slide, yeah. and you hit the bump and take a dive, but you got to watch out for the croc. That would be a special a special kind of hell. Yeah, that would to be live inside that truly terrible summertime children's toy. Jeremy, did you? 80s. Jeremy, did you pet any dogs at this dog event? 
You bet I did. What's a, uh, And got so many kisses. What's the top three <laughs> dogs that you petted and kissed at this uh, dog pool party? Breed and name. There, uh, no names, but there were two giant... Um, so it's just, what so are so they so called? The giant clouds. <laughs> the um, uh, Samoyeds, um, who were wet from the pool, so they look like rainy clouds. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm going to count those two. And uh, there was a uh, brown, I, I think, uh, beagle something else mutt uh, mixed with a Hawaiian shirt and lei, um, oh, who was a real summer boy. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds good. I'd kiss that dog. I'd let him kiss me square on the lips. The oh. the anonymity to this makes it seem kind of like a some sort of an eyes wide shut type of deal. Yeah. That's what I think it is. I'm picturing the dogs in Mardi Gras masks. Yeah, so did any a blindfolded of blindfolded man playing the piano? Just Tom Cruise is there. Yeah, all the dogs have a ball gag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, Jeremy, thank you for calling and thank you for uh, listening to Jordan Jesse go for over 75 years. Mm-hmm. 75 years of entertainment. That's what we're celebrating on episode number 62 of Jordan Jesse Go. Uh, all right. Thank you. Thank you, Jeremy. Um, Chris Fairbanks? Yeah. Would you go to a dog pool party? God, of course I would. Were there any dogs at the pool party you just went to? No. There, uh, yes, there was. There was at the end. One of these uh, wrinkly-faced little... I'm more of a cat man, mm-hmm. so I don't know dog breeds, right. but he had a wrinkly, uh, squished face. Sure. His eyes were like a buggy. Pug or this a wasn't a pug or something. It was a, some kind of a bull yeah. dog, an English one, yeah. but he had the little legs. He's the dog from what did Invasion he sound of the like? Was, was he, he was like, like Hello? can I have a bone? Or was he was like, can I have a bone, please? <laughs> he was, or was he like, I would like a bone? That one. Okay. He was that it last was a one. a French bulldog. Yeah, yeah. He was like, he had a very... <laughs> French he had, bulldog. He had a little sword. That's what that was. <laughs> yeah, he's, I would not be going in the pool, for I do not bathe. <laughs> that is the stereotype about me. <laughs> well... <laughs> I'm carrying a big baguette <laughs> to cheat on my wife. <laughs> <laughs> and then he rode off on a bike with a basket yeah, right. with those baguettes. Wait, wait, that wasn't a dog. That was Gerard Depardieu. Ah, <laughs> oh, the sexiest man in America, 1996. <laughs> uh, Brian, do we have another call? Look, these people are calling like crazy. Hey, man. I got to assume it's because I'm here. Can you imagine what a thrill it would be? You call into Jordan Jesse Go. This is already one of the best right. days of your life. Yeah, the, just when you hear the dial tone. Ring, 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 ring. Oh, oh shit. I got through, yeah. you're saying to mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah. Jordan and Jesse answer the phone. Yeah. These two are two of your favorite entertainers in your entire, that you've ever, I mean, For Sammy Davis Jr. Years. Yeah, yeah. So when you were younger, mm-hmm. uh, certainly. And then uh, later on. Um, Gregory Hines, then mm-hmm. yeah. Savion the Glover. <laughs> uh, you can list everyone that can tap dance. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be one of them. Sure, Sammy Davis Jr. and then tap dancers, <laughs> and then Homie the Clown. Can Sammy Davis Jr. not tap dance? Oh, I bet if you asked him to. I think He's... Sammy Davis can tap dance. I just... Let's, okay, let's Out go of back. Instinct. First of all, Bill Bojangles Robinson. Mm-hmm. Then Gregory Hines. Yep. Then Savion Glover. Now we've listed all the tap dancers with which I am familiar. Sure. What about Two Toes Jackson? <laughs> well, there's always Two Toes, old Two Toes. Oh, God. He lost three of his toes in a farm thresher, but it gave him a great curveball. Mm-hmm. Brian, <laughs> do we have the caller on the line? Uh, caller, where are you calling from? And what's your name? I'm Katie. I'm in Washington, D.C. Oh. oh, is that our nation's capital? Mm-hmm. 
See, again, Brian is... <laughs> I don't know. He's just helping it's... us out. He's just encouraging us. It's a it's a new segment. <laughs> yeah. We're getting our we're getting our sea legs. Uh-huh. He just wants us to feel like we're doing a good job. Okay. Uh Katie, kind of what we're doing on this show mm-hmm. is we're uh at, we're asking people what their you know, what their what their most momentous, momentous occasion has been in the past twelve years. And we're also mm-hmm. asking them to uh, tailor a question specifically for Chris Fairbanks. So if you could do those two things, that would oh, be great. I didn't know that part of it. Yeah, we're adding that. What yeah. a privilege. That's oh, adding the pressure on, right? Yeah, and do that one first, actually. <laughs> Katie, uh, we're actually doing three things with each caller. First oh, of all, things. oh boy, we're finding out <laughs> the most momentous thing that's happened to them in the yeah. last dozen or so years that's since we started first. Jordan Jessica. Yeah. The second thing is we are asking for a question tailored specifically for comedian Chris Fairbanks. And third of all, we're asking all of our uh, callers uh, if they've been to the Postal Museum in Washington, mm, D.C. Sure. and met Oni the Postal Dog. So yeah, so just go oh. ahead and so just go ahead and tackle those three things. I guess in any order you see fit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, my momentous occasion, um, so I'm a nurse midwife, mm-hmm. and um, when I when you first graduate from midwifery school and you get your first job, you um, work with another nurse midwife. So they make sure that you're competent. You're not going to hurt anybody. So you go and do your first few deliveries together. And um, so I'm in the hospital. That, you know, it's a really busy labor and delivery floor. So midwives are kind of like. So if I can just stop you there, I just need a point of clarification. Yep. I just need to put yep. this in a box I can understand. So midwives are okay. a lot like Jedi. There's always a teacher and a student. <laughs> when, well, it, it is when you're you're first learning. So yeah, you learn from one another. Um, but just like like all of like nurses and doctors, you know, you all learn from one another when you're beginning. Um, you know, all kind of like apprenticeship type learning. So, kind of in this in the in the time that this story takes place, you're kind of in the Darth Maul role. Kind of, yes. This, so I'm actually, very, I'm very beginning. Beginning. I'm a learner. Right. I think yeah. I could help Katie. Starting with this. out. How many energy blades does your lightsaber have, and what color is it? <laughs> now we're speaking. Yeah. Yeah. Now I think we can finally uh, hash this. Out. Yeah. I I don't know if I have enough. Star Wars nerd hey, knowledge I, know about this. I'm with you. I got nervous. That question came about, and I just my back started to sweat. <laughs> I've come. I've come to the yeah. end of the line as well, Chris. <laughs> uh, so, Katie, you're you're okay. you're a nurse midwife. I think I'm. I think I'm beginning to grasp it. So and you're so you're on your first. You're on one of your first rotations. You're with my aunt Claudia mm-hmm. there in Washington D.C. Midwife doula, Aunt Claudia. So I've graduated. I've got my license. This is like the first time I'm like on my own where like I have my own license and I'm like supposed to be able to be like I make all the decisions by myself. But they start you out with another nurse midwife just to like to get your sea legs and make sure you're competent. So this is an ocean patient, birth. Yeah, it's on a boat. <laughs> no, no. In a hospital we're, we're, um, but we're, so I'm with my first patient, you know, and it's, you're excited and, and, um, you know, it's going to be my first delivery, but it's taking a while. It's her first baby. Um, just, you know, from having kids, that first baby can take a while. Katie, Jordan asked a point of clarification. I'm wondering if you could yep. clarify. Um, on the subject of babies, 
Where do babies come from? <laughs> because I've heard different things from different people. Now, I do know where babies come from. I'm just wondering, what if I don't live near the cabbage patch? Right. <laughs> but I want a son all to myself. Jordan. Where do I get that son? Katie, Jordan just wants a son. I just Someone w- to need a son. Carry on his name but and I legacy. Don't, I don't know where... The Cabbage Patch is. I put it into Google Maps. Now, Jordan, and I think I can help you. I, Katie, just you can just to Jimmy John's. Tell me if you know something. <laughs> I didn't get a son. That sandwich, me, pretty good. Tell me if this is. That's, tell you can tell me if this is right. Come in. You okay. Know, you gotta like hook up with one of them. Yeah. They'll take care of it for you. Okay. Plus, oh, free okay, sure. free pickles. Now, (laughs) Katie, I've been told that babies come from mommies. Mm -hmm. Uh, Interesting. It seems like you got some bad intel. Now, (laughs) here's here's my follow-up question. Could Jordan use my mommy to get a son? Because he wants one bad. Can she drive me to the cabbage patch? (laughs) That would be between the two of you. Okay. And your your wife. Okay. So you're so you're terribly nervous because this is your first this is your first uh, this is your first time uh, running the show. Yep. So, but you know, excited. Like this is going to be great. My first birth, like where I'm running the show. So. A nurse comes into the room and she's like, I, my patient is about to deliver and her doctor's not going to get here fast enough. Can one of you come in and deliver this baby? And I was like, hell yeah, I am in there. Like, this is going to be awesome. So we run into the room. I just, I'm putting my gloves on. I'm like introducing myself. Hi, I'm Katie. I just need to check you, see where things are going. And the the mom is like, oh, my God, I'm going to throw up. She leans over the edge of the bed, throws up, and the baby shoots out, and I barely catch it before it <laughs> flies off the end of the bed. <laughs> it, it, shoot, it shoots out? Yeah, sure. What? It can out. shoot out? Like if you had a piece of melon in your hand and you squeezed, <laughs> and there's that space sort of at the base of your thumb towards your pointer finger yeah huh. that area just well i'm not gonna I you've have, seen a child I have three birth. children yeah, myself yeah, yeah. and it just kind of shoots out like a pea shooter or a potato gun yeah that's sort of the analogy i would draw i huh. really thought the baby came from the actual sneeze that's what i had decided that yeah. it came from <laughs> you went to sneeze. a very weird religious yeah school. yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean very, katie i feel like the threw good... a hole in a sheet <laughs> I feel like the good news here, Katie, is that the is that the patient here, the mother to be turned mother, uh, mm-hmm. she didn't vomit out the baby. Right. Right. Correct. Correct. That, yeah. That so everything good. everything but, was working normally. Yeah. But that is kind of an amazing <laughs> mental picture you've painted. Is someone <laughs> on a hospital bed shooting a baby out of one end and vomiting out the other simultaneously. Now I'm picturing a birth situation that's sort of like that time that Jose Canseco was going back on a fly ball, and then he lost it, and it bounced off his head and over the wall. (laughs) How is that similar? (laughs) It's like, basically, I'm just picturing possible bloopers. Oh, sure, yeah. I haven't gotten to practical jokes yet. I'm focused on bloopers (laughs) so far. Right. 
Yeah, I mean, I think that, I mean, obviously, I think this situation and the one you're talking about would do great with some Bob Saget voiceover. <laughs> Him doing that oh, one voice totally he might. always did in during America's oh, Funniest God, Home Videos. He's one of the best, isn't he? Always, always, Bob, always. Consummate. Katie, have you have you delivered many babies in the time since? I've probably delivered about thousand babies. Holy wow. moly! Have you ever have you ever full yeah. on have you ever full on drop one, or has one ever bounced off your head and over the wall for a home run? <laughs> Unfortunately, neither. Good. Not that exciting, but um, I've had many beautiful babies. It's, it's a real privilege and to be able you, to deliver babies. Yeah. And a few real stinkers. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and sometimes they come out and they're pooping. So. That's always, you know, interesting. <laughs> have you ever worked with my Aunt Claudia before? Like, when I... I haven't, but I, I love that she's a doula. That's awesome. She's a doula and a midwife now. She's also a certified Ooh. midwife. <sighs> Good don't for you, her. Don't you doubt her midwifery. That's awesome. Do you prefer... Good for her. Midwifery or midwifery? Midwifery. Yeah, yeah, it's better. Too. It's definitely it better. better. If it isn't it's a thing, better. it is yeah. now. Midwifery should... does sound like a <laughs> porn website search category. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it does, totally. <laughs> Midwifery sounds like a genre of medieval music. Mm, sure. <laughs> right, something that Sting does now. Um, are, uh, so, okay, so there's two more parts to the call. It's a question for Chris Fairbanks, and then you have to tell us if you've been to the Postal Museum. So you can I just get. I don't even know just... what to ask. Chris yeah, it's I like mean, putting me on the spot. No, no, I know you're right. It's hard. Uh, it's I wouldn't want to be put in your position right now. Chris, have you ever been present for the birth of a child? I will take it. Uh, no, I have not. I've uh, no no siblings, no nieces and nephews. No, no I've been no invited times when you were just traipsing through the hospital. And... I've been invited to a lot. I've just was busy. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, we're all so busy. Oh, yeah, yeah. With the glut of busy. prestige television. Oh, sure. So much binge watching to do. I love to binge. Handmaid's Tale, Russian Doll, Glow. Yeah. I mean, give it to me. <laughs> yeah. Put it in my veins. Each I one better than the last. The golden age of television, and at best, the silver age of childbirth. Mm-hmm. Right. I yeah. can watch children being born on television. Sure. Katie, have you ever been to the Postal Museum there in Washington, D.C.? I haven't been inside. I've walked by it many times. Maybe. But now sh- that I know there's a dog in there, I is should it ex- like a live dog that's like their mascot, or is it like a statue? It is a taxidermy dog. Taxidermy yeah. dog. It is. Oh, that's amazing! But it has a coat. <laughs> it has a coat made out of the medals it earned as a postal dog. Each postal oh area, it would ride the postal trains, and each new postal unit it would visit and help. They would give it a medal for being such a good dog. Until the its coat of metals was too heavy for it to carry mm. around, so then they had to start a new coat of metals. Yeah, it's That's, actually what killed it. He was yeah, crushed his, by his own a metals. bad back. <laughs> the dog died of a bad back. Uh, Katie, congratulations to you on having an important and useful job, and our apologies for the work that we do. Thank you for calling, from <laughs> Jessica. Uh, Congratulations on your 600th episode. This is awesome. You provide so much laughter and joy in my life. 
Well, man, you got what a she's sweet, talking come to, on. She's what talking a, to us. I know, Chris. but I was, I was going to let you know. She's that was obviously so not a fan, or she would have had a question for you. Oh no, God! I mean, there's only so many podcasts yeah. that you can listen to with all these live birth TV shows going on. <laughs> sure. <Yeah. laughs> Katie, thanks so much. Is that what so Secession is about? I've been hearing about thanks Secession. <laughs> is that just a live a birth show? You too. Um, all right. Katie's uh, staying up late there in Washington, D.C. to give us a call. That's, yeah. Well, that's on the East Coast. But babies are being born 24 7. Yeah. That is a good point. They're, not, they're not punching the clock nine yeah. to five. I'm thinking back, and none of these babies that I have. We're born to my schedule. Right. It's like, hey, maybe talk to my secretary. Right. Okay. Well, so well, that's maybe on you. You're going to want to start a, a shared Google calendar. Right. Yeah. With an unborn baby. Yeah, and... I guess I didn't give them edit privileges. That's the problem. I gave no, it look only. Right. So, sure. So they, These babies. Busy, busy, busy signal or whatever that's called. Mm-hmm. They can only tell whether you have an appointment. They can't tell what it is. So like sometimes I'll have an appointment. There's like stuff I have to do to prep for that appointment, but it looks like it's open on my calendar. Uh, Chris, at this pool party, were people drinking White Claws? Man, these White Claws are everywhere. They weren't yeah. at this party, but I've actually uh, I've succumbed to the White Claw oh. society, and I've been White, uh, the White Claw is the like uh, alcoholic Lacroix. Okay, I was right. about to say, is that one of these alcoholic seltzers? It, yeah, it feel so like, it feels like you're hydrating yourself. It feels healthy almost, but it's I mean, it's uh, you're basically drinking a sparkly vodka. Does yeah. it not taste like a Vodka and soda or it whatever? It is just barely enough flavor where, like a LaCroix, when you drink it, there's just a hint of flavor, enough to make you mad that there isn't more flavor. Does it have <laughs> as much alcohol as a beer or like sure. a mixed drink? Sure. I think it's uh, maybe uh, 5 to 6%. Oh, yeah. That's solid. Yeah. That's a, that's a... Yeah, and they're all over the place. Everyone's drinking them. For a while, it was embarrassing. You get them, you're like, what am I going to, um, you know... Some kind of a boat party or maybe a bachelorette situation. It seems like a drink that I was introduced by my friends' wives, and now it's my go-to. When I'm not, I'm admitting it now. That and truly, uh, that's oh, that's what truly the other brand. Pick. Yeah, because yeah, it is amazing. The... Beer weighs you down. Yeah, that's bloaty. true. You get bloaty. That is, yeah, that is my. That has been something that I. It's been an embarrassment to me over the past couple of years. I mean, I think the topic of aging comes up a lot on this show, mm-hmm. and yeah, definitely like how sleepy I feel after one and a half beers yeah. is really I embarrassing. Can't anymore. Yeah, that's why I started riding that white pony. Sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. You want me to stay up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Behold my needlework. <laughs> Bailey's Irish cream. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Only when bowling. I do like how, I mean, and I think, you know, based on what it is, mm-hmm. you know, those sparkling seltzers could, I mean, and I think you were kind of described, you know, a kind of, um, you know, feeling like there was a stigma around it. Right. Do I want to be seen drinking one of these? Sure. Who are these for? Am I, I still a feel teen? embarrassed. But I think calling it White Claw was a genius move. You yeah, would say yeah. like, hey, here's the fucking – this sounds yeah. like a, a sword that Jon Snow would yeah, carry. Yeah. <laughs> just an Aryan – Wield air. your White Claw. Yeah, yeah. Just a murderer of the sky. Sure. <laughs> It sounds like a metal band at the state fair. <laughs> oh, God. That's a great name for a metal band. Yeah. Yeah. We got to take a quick break. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. (laughs) 
It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. You know, Jordan, let me tell you this. Yes. A lot of people think that nobody brings them Jordan, Jesse Go. It's just not It's, it's true. naturally occurring. It's just, yeah, like a geyser. No, it's not. This is no geyser. This is this is brought to you. This is like a Frankenstein. It requires the hand of man to interfere <laughs> exactly. with God's will. Exactly. We are playing God by bringing you this show. <laughs> We're brought to you, of course, by all the members of Maximum Fun. Everybody who's gone to MaximumFun.org slash donate to join Max Fun and support Jordan Jesse Go. We're also this week... Brought to you by our friends at Dashlane, which is a, a password management app that keeps all your online information safe, secure, encrypted, and easy to access. I'm talking about all the information, not just addresses. There's, but there's more? Yeah, not just addresses. Also, all your passwords. Also, all your login information. Wow. Also, it syncs across all your devices. Also, you can go ahead and get weird with your passwords because Dashlane will remember it. Yeah, or if you if you don't feel like getting weird yourself, Dashlane will, and I'm reading the copy here, yep. generate a real stumper for you. Yeah. So not only are they providing- As I've providing, said before, I'm generating a stumper sure. just thinking about it. If, so they don't just provide security- but they give you instant stumpers. <laughs> instant stumpers. You know, at some point I realized when I was like 16 or 17 mm. that all my dad's passwords were just 696969. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> yeah. Classic dad. My dad is a cool guy. Anyway, check out dashlane.com slash JJGo to get Dashlane free on your first device. And as a special offer for Jordan Jesse Go fans, they're even offering a 30-day free trial of Dashlane Premium, including VPN, dark web monitoring, and more. And if you like it, you can use the code JJGO at checkout to save 10% on your premium subscription. We've also got something up on the Jumbotron this week, Jordan. We sure do. Stories of adventure, intrigue, espionage, fantasy, and science fiction await you on Chronosphere Fiction Podcast. Climb aboard and join our travels through the spectral streams. Search for Chronosphere Fiction Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts for entertainment and subscribe. Can I tell you something, Jordan? Please. I'm not I'm not getting in those spectral streams because I fucking hate ghosts. Come on, get in, man. They're too spooky, baby. They're not all bad. No, they're super spooks. Some of them are nice. They're spookaroonies. Some of them will uh, help you. To realize that you have worth and you shouldn't jump off that bridge. No. Like at, oh, I'm thinking of angels. I'm Jordan. thinking of angels. Ghosts are bad. It doesn't matter. I don't want to grow. Is an angel a ghost? Yeah, an angel's a type of ghost. Oh. Angel's one of the. the well, now the I don't know what to think. Between, well, do you know the difference between a, an angel and a ghost? It's just the wings, I guess, right? No. Is there more? No. Opacity. Oh, right, right, right. Sure, yes. So you can see can through, see a, through ghost. a ghost, but an angel, yeah, you can't do it. I mean, there's a variety of levels of opacity depending on local regulations, sort of like window tinting. Sure, yeah, and if you're Slimer or not. Yeah, but yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> no, I think. I think you've just demonstrated Slimer's an angel. Oh yeah, I mean well, we all thought see, it was You a... can kind of see through Slimer, but not really. That's what that's what you mean by vis- different levels. I don't know. I think he might be. I well, 
You don't think he's an angel? What do you think he is? He is when he, he, is when he's sleeping. If you've ever <laughs> seen Slimer when he's sleeping, he's a little angel. The rest angel. of the time, he's a little stinker. That's true. Gobbling up all the hot dogs you can in be the a hotel. Ghost. Slimer is, if nothing else, proof that you can be a ghost and a little stinker. That's true. We also have, it's the end of summer, and we have Summer Boy merchandise in the Max Fun Store, along with Tuppies t-shirts, other cool stuff. There's some cool stuff. There's even some stuff on sale. Absolutely. Uh, we've got the challenge coins, the posters, and, of course... The third thing. The beach balls. The beach balls. The beach balls. Just because it taint summer no more doesn't mean you can't knock around a Jordan Jesse Go beach ball. Yeah, take that to the ball game. Knock it around. Knock it around. Take it to a Kiss concert. Yeah. You going to see Kiss? Yeah. Bring a Jordan Jesse Go beach ball. You know what? Bounce it off Jose Canseco's head. See where it goes. <laughs> sure. I mean, not in a violent way. No. Consensual. In a nice way. Ask Jose Canseco first. May I bounce a ball off your Offer head? him 10 bucks. He'll say yes. Right. <laughs> sure, he'll do anything for money. <laughs> yeah. He's really become a little sad in his middle age. Sure. Yeah. But, you know, not all of our heroes work out the way that we wanted them to. <laughs> Boy, that's that's for sure. Look at Slimer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy's really... <laughs> Let himself go. Sure has. He's just doing cameos. Just doing fit. Just doing cameos. <laughs> yeah, just doing cameos and slamming pizzas. <laughs> I mean, just pounding down whole pizzas. Oh, man, get your act together, Slimer. If you're listening, Slimer, let's get old, you a we trainer. Want the old Slimer back. If you're gonna put down those kind of calories, you got to do the exercise That's too, true. buddy. That's true. And I feel like you're eating for emotional reasons, not for right, physical reasons. Right, sure. So maybe do some work on yourself. See if you can find yourself an angel. Mm, yeah. Somebody to help keep you from jumping off that bridge. Yeah. Hey, Slimer. We're, now, with, we're we, with you, buddy. We understand the stakes are lower for you jumping off the bridge because you can kind of fly. <laughs> sure, yeah. You hover <laughs> off the ground. Although I don't know if a, a large ball like that would kill Slimer. <laughs> yeah. Re-kill him, I guess. Yeah. Double killing. Double is kill, what it's yes. Called. So, Slimer, don't double kill yourself if you're out there. We love you. <laughs> Everyone, people love you. We support you. We're let's, here for you. Let's get back to this remarkable episode of Jordan Jesse Go. Macho man to the top rope. The flying elbow. The cover. We've got a new champion. We're here with Macho Man Randy Savage after his big win to become the new world champion. What are you going to do now, Match? I'm going to go listen to the newest episode of the Tights and Fights podcast. Oh, yeah. Tell us more about this podcast. It's the podcast of power. Too sweet to be sour. Funky like a monkey. Woke discussions, man. And jokes about wrestlers' fashion choices. Myself excluded. Yeah. I can't wait to listen. Neither can I. You can find it Thursdays on Maximum Fun. Oh, yeah. Dig it. La, la, la. Hi, I am Lori Kilmartin. And I'm Jackie Cashin. Together, we host a podcast called... The Jackie and Lori Show. Uh, We're both stand-up comics. 
We recently met each other because women weren't allowed to work together on, on the road or in gigs for a long, long time. And so our friendship has been unfolding on this podcast for a couple of years. Jackie constantly works the road. I write for Conan and then I work the road in between. We do a lot of stand-up comedy. And so we celebrate stand-up and yes. we also bitch about it. We keep it to an hour. We don't have any guests. We somehow find enough to co- talk about every single week. So find us. You can subscribe to The Jackie and Lori Show at MaximumFun.com. Org or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, bye. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's <laughs> Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, Boy Detective, and Chris Fairbanks, Fighter of Crime. <laughs> Uh, caller, you're on Jordan Jesse Go. Uh, thank you for calling us. What is your name and where are you calling from? Boston, Massachusetts. Unusual name. Where are you calling from? Excuse me. I'm I'm calling from Boston, Massachusetts. I think you, I think I missed the first part of what you were saying. Which oh, I believe my name. Which yeah. Is Micah. <laughs> what was that, Michael? Micah. 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 Micah, what's, we what, we're asking everyone uh, three questions mm-hmm. on Jordan Jesse Go this week. Okay. First of all, what's the most momentous thing that happened in the past 12 years? Second of all, mm-hmm. what if you could ask comedian Chris Fairbanks anything, what would it be? It's probably been eaten away at you. And third of all... <laughs> And third of all, have you ever been to the underground Benjamin Franklin Museum where there's that bank of telephones where you can call world leaders of the past and talk to them? Oh. Uh, so let's start with your uh, – let's start with that Benjamin Franklin question. You ever been to that underground Benjamin Franklin Museum with the bank of telephones and also there's a diorama of the Continental Congress uh, with a soundtrack of uh, voice actors and uh, like a little tiny spotlight to show you which tiny Continental Congress person is speaking at any given time? Yeah, you know, like at Alcatraz. I can't say I have, but I feel like it reminds me of going to the World War II Bunker Museum in London. Mm. You go like underground and then like there are like other World War II artifacts. I feel like it would have a similar feel. Yeah, I think that's right, Micah. Okay, Micah, uh, question number two. Uh, what's the most momentous thing that's happened to you in the past dozen years? I, I thought that was question number one. Yeah, sure. Yeah, well, they're out well, of order. Well, I'm, I'm oh, numbering well, number, them. Number, I'm now numbering them number temporarily, Micah. Yes, yes. This is a timeline here. We finished the first right, question so- in the timeline, which was question number three. Now we've moved on to the All second right. question, which is question number one. Oh, I have a headache. <laughs> All right. I think I understand how to play the game. So right. I, I'm sure a lot of people have called in and said that their wedding is the, the most momentous thing to happen to them in the last 12 years. No, and no. Realistically, that, that might yeah, really no be the case. No one has. But, um, you're presuming. You're calking under false results. We talked about babies. I mean, yeah, there's a lot about of babies. Talk. But it was uh, someone yeah. shooting oh, at a baby. And yeah, 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 yeah. I suppose that would be pretty momentous. Yeah. I've got a slightly different one. Although I do love my wife and do love that she allowed me to call in on episode 546 and talk about our sex toy misadventures. But, um... Uh, no, it's actually. You're, a, it's sorry, actually you're, 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 um, what, you're yeah, what? Yeah, let's back up there. And yeah. uh, what did she allow again? First of all, Micah, we all love your wife very much. Yeah, sure. she seems nice. She I, seems like do. a great lady. And I will be perfectly honest. I thought you said sex farm adventures. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, almost, Jordan. Almost. It was actually sex toy misadventures. Sex toy misadventures. Uh, the old sideways yeah. plug. Sure. Yeah. Without a bit, yeah. without a trace, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I thought a sex farm was a place it you was could a go. Bit of an analogous plug. 
God, a sex farm is a place you go to have your ass eaten out by a goat. Okay, so Micah, you have this. You have a wonderful wife. We all love your wife you put very some pellets much. In there, <laughs> you put a few you dried corn nuggets uh-huh. on your butthole to let the goat do its thing. And here yeah. comes the goat. Put a rusty tin can mm-hmm. back there and had it go to town. Yeah. There were also yeah. some llamas involved, but I mean, who's to say? Yeah. So what's your what's your true momentous occasion if it's uh, if it's not your marriage to your beautiful wife? It's actually a bit of a serious one. Uh, I grew up in a middle-class family in southern Wisconsin. And, uh, yeah, I graduated from college and married my wife. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we went about our professional lives. And I wanted to go back to school for a while. And uh, it was about five, five and a half, six years ago, I decided, hey, I'm going to go ahead and apply to Harvard. And uh, I sure enough, I did so. And I, in fact, ended up applying to a couple of programs there and got into both. And uh, I remember it was about five and a half years ago getting my acceptance letter. And, uh, yeah. It just uh, just being completely floored that I could do this thing that I never imagined I'd be able to do. Wait, did and, you go uh, to a graduate or undergraduate program at Harvard University? Graduate programs, one in the engineering school and one at the business school. Man, yeah. How what? did how did you find Harvard? Was it everything you dreamed it would be? It's easy to find Harvard. Yeah, First it's fr- you just park your car in the yard. Sure, yeah. It's, yeah. All, it's also in a lot of eighties. <laughs> there were a lot of fewer assholes than I expected. I expected to dislike more people, and it turned out it was a lot of great people there. Oh. Yeah, my mom went to a program at Harvard when I was a teenager, and the main thing—the uh, main thing that I remember—is uh, Cornell West would be walking around, and my mom would say, "Hey, there's Duck Butt." Mm. Yeah, had a bit of a Duck Butt. <laughs> would wear a three-piece suit, you know. Uh, uh, yeah, unfortunately, never saw Cornell West there, but I'll make sure to head back to campus. I live kind of nearby, and I'll, I'll let them know uh, uh, that you're talking about him. Did you and now you were probably you're going in a little bit older than your usual you know Harvard undergrad. Um, did you did you did you party? Did you go to any Harvard parties? I, I think I think I might have been misheard earlier. I was actually applying as a graduate student, not an undergrad. But uh, as a grad student, I did go to plenty of parties. Oh, yeah. do they rage in Harvard? Did, what, how do you what were you what were you what were you doing at the time? Were you were you were you take take making fun of photos of? Poor people. <laughs> <laughs> a, little, a little bit here and there, you know. Like I, I'd say, the uh, the most iconic one was actually uh, an undergrad party that I went to with uh, a friend of ours who does like tutoring and like uh, like mentoring for undergrads, and they had an ice luge at the dorm. And I thought that was uh, that was Whoa. a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that sounds. That's like f- straight out of a college movie. If you're sliding down ice, that's that's a scene in Real Genius. Well, I think that's where you put your head. I mean, maybe correct me if I'm wrong. Oh. I've never seen one of these things up close. I think it's one of those things where you put your head under it, and then someone. It's like goes, a swan. You're not sliding the vodka right in your in an yeah. Olympic way. It's like a crocodile mile. Yeah, situation. yeah, yeah. Not, <laughs> not so much. One, one point for Jordan here. You gotta watch out for the Crocs, though. I mean, I think, yeah, I think we should get a couple of white claws into those losers in the Winter Olympics, oh, and maybe yeah. the skeleton people too. Sure, you know yeah. who, are the, who are the skeleton? Is people? it like a head first luge? It's a like a luge. I don't know exactly what the difference. I'm looking at Chris Fairbanks because I know he likes to snowboard. Yeah, yeah. So I know about winter sports, uh, but I do. I'm not familiar with this guy. I just think of the cross country skiing, and then you shoot something with yeah, a rifle. Biathlon. It's a biathlon. Sure. It's just oh, a biathlon. biathlon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you would think it would be two more mainstream things no. thrown together. No, but it's it, something an alpine soldier right. would have to do in 1900.
Bi- biathlon, another good porn search category. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's your cra- caller? What's your question for Chris Fairbanks, the great Chris Fairbanks of Montana? No pressure, please. The state of Montana. Oh, Montana. Are we talking? Are we talking Bozeman? Are we talking Helena? What are we talking? We're in uh, Missoula, right? The Missoula but, area, yeah, right in the, there. Oh. It's the Bitterroot Valley. Yeah. Okay. Lesser known. It's well, a right. liberal arts college. No one went there. Fair enough. So I was wondering if he's ever been to the sex farm where a go will eat his asshole at. Oh, yeah. you know, just uh, for a photography gig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the gig economy for you. Yeah, yeah, you go to art school and yeah. they send you everywhere. Yeah, yeah. what yeah. they say, a jack-off I suppose it really is more of a Bozeman thing. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. You actually... Are correct about yeah, that. Yeah, fucking Huey Lewis. You can see the ranch. Yeah, Him there's and David a lo- Letterman. They head over and put those cans. You know in there. Huey's over there. How'd you know that Huey's in Montana? A lot of people think right. he's a Mill Valley guy. Well, he used to be a Mill Valley guy. My 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 mother in law saw him at the Pete's Coffee in Mill Valley once. She came home. She was very hot under the collar. I just did stand up there, and I I if ten people I saw I know were in the Grateful Dead. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's uh, Huey's got. Uh, did you? know famously the biggest dick in rock and roll you think it's going to be someone like uh in motley Crue or something but apparently i was gonna say lenny kravitz yeah no more than him he just showcased his accidentally but huey was all conservative mm. about keeping it in front of uh behind some pleated front dockers and I, <laughs> that guy's got a just a, a windsock filled with pudding how flat you, like no how, one it's just he's a monster how, how did this where did you learn this how do you fill the windsock is i doesn't it just go out april richardson told me that huey lewis had the biggest dick in comedy or in comedy <laughs> yeah uh, i can't get out of my old it's so big very viscous pudding yeah. Right. No. Thank yes. You. It, you know, after it solidifies, uh, so the, end the still thing. in the refrigerator pudding. This we know. is pudding, the English word for dessert. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's uh, the it's kind cake or you slurp with yeah. bad teeth. But yeah. he, uh, yeah. Apparently, everyone knows. Once I did a little Google research, just a hog for miles. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Did you take a look I at know. it? Did you, it, did you, you know, get to see it? No, I never did. Any he, direct evidence? He or? lived uh, near my friend Sydney uh, Bacon, now is her name. Uh, she uh, she married my friend. They lived next door to wherever his home was near Hamilton. And uh, he'd just always be gardening with like one of those transparent green visors. He never pulled out his hog. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'd have liked I'd have liked him to do a little of both. Yeah. But how yeah. about rounding it out a little bit? Yeah, yeah. Rounding it out. Well, yeah. thank you very much for calling us. We appreciate your telephone call. It's nice. It's thank always, you guys. It's thank always you. nice to hear something nice about Huey Lewis. He came on Bullseye once. Mm-hmm. It was just a joy. He was just a lovely man. I have only heard he's the best. Yeah. And then on top of that, he's got a, a giant hog that he never really, you know, Overused. Yeah, There's I no feel, stories about him misusing his giant hog. Sure. I feel like he just I, had one. I'm embarrassed. You know, sometimes, usually when I'm doing a bullseye interview, I kind of, I'll like think about stuff I want to talk about first, but mm-hmm. mostly I'll just let the conversation go where it goes. Yeah. You know, I'll let my natural curiosity. But once in a while, I'll write down something that I don't want to re- forget mm-hmm. to ask. Like I just interviewed Jay Leno. And I wanted to remember to ask him, why didn't you just take a show on another network that they right. were offering you for the same or more money? Why did you just buy another vintage fire truck or something? 10 o'clock, uh, the 10 o'clock show and, you know, oh, right. destroying no, Conan's entire realistic. life's ambition. Yeah, exactly. 
Did um, you? I would be scared to ask him that. I did ask him that in a nice way because he's a very nice man, in my experience, having talked to him. What did he say? Did he st- stammer and was he? did he know he was under the hot lights? Yeah, he went around in circles a few times and I, I called him out on it a couple times mm-hmm. in a nice way also. And then yeah, he went around yeah. in some more circles and oh, man. it was really raw. It was ve- I was very scared to ask him. Denim, get, denim got sweaty. Very mm. handsome too. He was wearing really? double denim, looked really, mm. one of the things you don't realize about uh, Jay Leno is he's got piercing blue eyes that are right. really brought out by sure. the denim. Yeah. I mean, I mean that 100% sincerely. It's a reason that he wears it. I yeah, I'm sitting that. there talking to Jay Leno. I'm like, look at Jay Leno. Mm-hmm. Derek Blue really brings out those beautiful blue eyes of his. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe the reputation is that, you know, he, he dresses like that because, you know, he's a square, that he's, a, you know, a dad or something yeah. like that. But maybe he just found out what works for him. He yes. says, I look great. It's hip to be square. I've mm-hmm. heard that. Yeah. Giant um, hog told me that one. <laughs> Huey Lewis? Is that a Huey Lewis? A giant talking yeah. gardening hog. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's take another call. We're taking all calls. I hear he will, he will pull it out and, and whack a gopher if he finds one in his garden. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you happen to <laughs> see him at the fair. <laughs> that bell will ring. Caller, you're on Jordan Jesse Go. What's your name and where are you calling from? Hey, Brian from Virginia. Hey, I hung up on this guy earlier. <laughs> Brian, <laughs> Brian from Los Angeles is excited that Brian from Virginia called in because mm-hmm. uh, Brian from Los Angeles hung up on Brian from Virginia earlier on, and he feels bad. Yay! And I don't, I'm back. And I don't think it's just because they're both named Brian. Yeah. No. Thank you for being persistent, Brian from Virginia. Um, yeah, sure. we're asking people. We're asking people three things. Uh, have you ever been to a museum in your area? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, Jordan, it's not just have you ever been to a museum. You have in to your know area. about one in That's Virginia. That's true. Yeah, I do. the Lover I Museum. Don't. Sure. Yeah. Have you ever been to West Virginia and had somebody point out the president and vice president's nuclear bunker to mm, you? Sure. And the question. Um, question two. Hold on. Oh, yeah. We'll don't answer the them all. Well, yeah. We're going to list all the questions first. Uh, what have you always wanted to wow. ask Chris Fairbanks? Yeah. Zero to no pressure on that one. And then yeah. three. Third question. Uh, what, what's the most momentous thing that's ever happened to you? Let's focus in the on last twelve, 12 years. years. We'll focus on that. One. Yeah. yeah. Focus since, on that one. Since George, so let's start with uh, West Virginia. Have you ever had that? Uh, anybody point you to the bunker in West Virginia? Uh, no, but. I'm near like the Camp David, so I guess that sort of counts. Yeah, mm-hmm. that totally counts. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, Jimmy Carter lives there. Yeah, neat. And yeah. and what's what's been your momentous occasion these past dozens of years? Let's just one dozen. Yeah, one dozen. Not dozens. The, Maybe uh, Baker's the, dozen the at birth, this point. The birth of my my twin children like three years apart. How about that? Your twin children three years apart. Now, how does that work? Yeah. yeah. Through through the miracle of science, wow! We, just, uh, we uh, had trouble trouble having Kevin kids nor- the normal way. Mm-hmm. So we had the way God uh, intended. Insemination, and wow. they were they were uh, boy and a girl twins. You wow. know, I guess technically twins, Was but uh, two two and a half years apart. One wow. of them naturally came out of your wife, and then the other one later through growth in a laboratory, or both. Yeah. Oh wow, that's amazing. Well, that's the coolest. Yeah, I. Yeah. It's so, actually pretty easy but, to get a kid. All you got to do is get some cabbage seeds. Mm-hmm. Go to a mall. Hold on, I'm writing this down. <laughs> yep. I'm writing this down. Jordan, do you have any that's advice amazing. for Jordan? Jordan, Jordan really wants wow. a son. <laughs> got to get one of those sons. Yeah. Are, do you feel that way now? I want kids too. Yeah. Not no, to get I, serious. Yeah. No, I, I, I would like to have kids. I yeah, definitely, yeah. I definitely feel like the. I mean, I definitely feel like the. 
uh, the like unmarried childless weirdo in my yeah, circle. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm 10 years older than you. I feel like I'm the guy peeking in the window of that party. <laughs> you guys, uh, Brian doesn't have any kids. I see you three men and a baby this thing. Yeah. Just oh. get, join a group get called- yourself a, <laughs> Get yourself a 1989 sort of Memphis group meets Art Deco apartment. That would be yeah. nice. <laughs> uh, Spock from Star Trek yeah. to tell you what to do. Ignore the ghost sitting on the windowsill <laughs> yeah. and call ourselves- Don't have any jokes for 90 minutes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's just surprising when you see it as an adult. Yeah, yeah. It's just not a good movie. And then at some point, we'll get ourselves a little lady. (laughs) (laughs) That was the sequel. And then it's like, look who's talking now. Brian, can can I ask you a question that you might have some insight into? Nature or nurture? Yeah, Mm. which kid's better? Yeah. Uh, It's pretty much uh, nature. They, They both end up being the same, just delayed by... Oh, two wow. and a half years. Like they are literally the same little kid, just one boy and one girl, and they they're awesome in their own way. But they have so much in common, just delayed a little bit. That's amazing. Awesome. So one the the daughter or son was what put on ice for a while. Like how do you delay? Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. The the son was. My my son was uh, frozen for for two and a half years, and That's so we cool. decided to go down the artificial insemination route with him. And uh, you know, here they are. And now he's you know he's four, and they're awesome. And uh, just they're they're like they're twins. They're like they have the best friends, and they just like it's uncanny how similar they are. Just to like literally. You pause for two years, and it's the same one comes out. It's awesome. Yeah, Do you dress like them up in, in little sailor suits? Matching something? Yeah, uh, matching sailor suits. We, you know, we try, to, we, we try to hold off on, like, the costume. Yeah, wait <laughs> till they're adults. Have you thought about <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. yeah, 16 and 18. <laughs> yeah. Then you put right, on the yeah. Wait until yeah. they're both in high yeah. school. Hey, hey, high school, no, yeah, not, 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 not a good look. Yeah. If they don't <laughs> like wearing the same thing, and I understand that, a lot of twins don't like wearing yeah. the same thing. Maybe dress one of them up like a little sailor and one of them up like a little boat. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, Just, if not for Halloween, you know, that well, might be Halloween's coming up. So or one like a little boat, that. and one like the Kraken. I'm a sea monster. I like it. I like it. Or just did uh, you like my Kraken impression? Yeah, I didn't. They don't great. talk. Oh, okay, <laughs> so it was inaccurate. How do you know? <laughs> you don't know me. I learned. I, I learned. I've, I've had a lot of experience with the Kraken. I watched a lot of Friends on Netflix. <laughs> oh, it's a, so it's a millennial Kraken. <laughs> yeah, I've been binging it. I like that it's a combination of a soap opera and a sitcom. Mm. <laughs> Tell me more, millennial Kraken. Yeah, I like high waisted pants. <laughs> um, well, yeah, uh, Brian, <laughs> Brian from Virginia. There was one. Uh, thank you very much for calling. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a question for Chris Fairbanks? Cool. Congratulations. Chris Fairbanks. Oh, we don't need to do that, but well, let me have it. Uh, no, no, no questions. Thank you. That's all right. No, 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 that's no, how I prefer it. Thanks. Brian did a great job, I thought. Yeah. yeah good job, great. Brian. Really moving, beautiful. Uh, yeah, it was moving. I was like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, the idea of like two twins that they're it's two remarkable. years apart. That's like a riddle that someone would write. Like, yeah. how are they two years apart? And then I'd be like, I don't know. 
Yeah. Sure. I'm right off of my skateboard. The answer off. was science. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're just, you're just muttering under your breath, <laughs> yeah. fuck riddles. Fuck riddles and fuck science, man. <laughs> and then I... Yeah. You're like, oh, goddamn magnets. <laughs> mm-hmm. How do they work? How do they work? Yeah. Um, Brian, do we have another uh, We have another call in line? Caller, you're on Jordan, Jesse, go. What's your name and where are you calling from? I'm Abby from Burlington, Vermont. Ooh. Abby, what a joy to meet you. What a joy to meet you. Now, we're asking all of our callers three things. Yeah. First of all, what's the most mm-hmm. momentous thing that's happened to you in the last 12 years? Second of all, what if you could ask comedian Chris Fairbanks anything, mm-hmm. what would it be? We've had a lot so far. <laughs> and third of all, mm-hmm. have you ever been... To the Ben and Jerry's headquarters, oh, right sure. there, right there in Vermont. You can start with the Ben and Jerry's headquarters, right there in Vermont. Have you been there, Abby? Oh shit! <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow. And also, fun fact: I'm currently watching Me, Myself, and Irene, which is a terrible movie yep. that was filmed in the Ben and Jerry's. Headquarters. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. It actually stars the ghosts of Ben and Jerry. I think they're still alive. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's makes it so very remarkable. There's a yeah, lot of ghosts around, but only a few of them are movie stars. It's so haunted over there. Um, what's your moment's yeah. occasion, caller? Uh, I Honestly, I do not think I have one, and I assumed I would just blurt out some stuff and you would not use it. Because I haven't done anything in the past eighteen eight years. Well, um, in my opinion, that's pretty. I impressive. have been to Ben and Jerry's. Yeah, I mean, I haven't been to the world headquarters of Ben and Jerry's, that's so true. that's pretty solid. I haven't been to that. Uh, I heard there's a, a room at the World of Coca Cola mm-hmm. where there's like seventy five mm-hmm. taps, and you just put your mouth on them and suck down the Coca Cola from every wor- every part of the world. So yeah. you want to taste what Coca-Cola is like in, in Djibouti. Wow. You just go to Atlanta. Yeah. You go in this room. You switch your mouth right there on that spout and just glug, glug. But they have a cup. No. But you have a My understanding is. I don't think put the mouth no, on the No, I think you just put your Well, you can't suck it down. They say you're supposed to suck it At down. At the end of each spigot, there are lifelike lips. You're oh. supposed to kiss the coke out. Kiss the That's coke. what they say. They ring a bell and they're like, time to kiss the coke from the different parts of the world. <laughs> yeah. Ring-a-ding-ding. <laughs> the one from Mexico has cane sugar. Ooh. I can be my cavities tickling. I thought they just had sugar or cane sugar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or Could high be. fructose corn syrup. Hell, yeah, yeah. That hell, most places. Abby, it might be beet sugar for all I know. Yeah. Oh, Fuck that shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> fuck it. Fuck beets. Oh. Fuck, yeah. fuck all root vegetables. Yeah. yeah fucking radishes, particularly. Yeah. Uh, why are you spicy and not spicy at the same yeah. time? Yeah. Why, why do you taste like dirt and why do other people like you? <laughs> yeah. uh, Abby, do you have a question for Chris Fairbanks? Oh, Comedian Chris here Fairbanks is here with us. Oh, shit. Um, do you know the difference between baking powder and baking soda? Yeah. Yeah. What's that? What's, uh, you, yes. Baking no. uh, powder, you actually use to cook. Baking soda, you use to keep it fresh in the refrigerator. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Actually, that's, that's exactly that's the right answer. That's the technical right answer. difference. Thank you. you that's the right. technical. Thank you, Abby. Thank you, Abby. Thank you, Abby. Thank you, Abby. Abby, call Thank it you. in. What a joy to talk to Abby. Yeah.
Just, what a joy! Just drunk Chris, as the Dickens. <laughs> Chris, maybe you can you can answer. Jesse, you might can weigh in on this too. But I know yeah. maybe specifically, maybe Chris will have an opinion on this. Mm-hmm. This is about For, snowboarding. It's about cat box freshness. Okay. Oh yeah! Uh, well, now my ears are perked. The, I feel more extreme than in a half pipe <laughs> <laughs> when you're scooping those clumps. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Uh, so to keep your cat box fresh, mm-hmm. well, here's what I do to keep mine fresh: is I you know. Well, obviously, you know, clean it on the reg. Sure. Um, but also, you know, I like to sprinkle in some of that Arm & Hammer cat box freshener. Mm-hmm. And a box of this stuff is anywhere between 250 and 350 Oh, wow. Right? Um, but, you know, it keeps the, keeps the box fresh. So it's a, it's a premium I don't mind paying. I guess yeah. we know how people live in Hollywood. That's true. Uh, high on the hog. But I was also wondering... Is what I'm pouring on the cat box, is it just baking soda? Like, does it have any addition? Because made by the Arm & Hammer company. Chemical company. And a box of baking soda is 89 cents. Right. I think there's other... I think there's other things that actually have a reason to be there. Yeah. Right. Rather than just, I mean, like, look, there's fluoride and Arm & Hammer toothpaste. Sure, that's true. Right. I love that stuff. That's a good good point. There's cats on the box, which I like. I like seeing Mm -hmm. the cats on the box. What I do is I put toothpaste on my cat's butthole. (laughs) Sorry, it's just because he brought it up. It's aqua You know I'm going to go there. (laughs) Yeah, oddly, yeah. You know, when the blue and red together, you know it's working. Right, kitty? No, no. (laughs) (laughs) I just changed my my litter all the damn time. uh, It's just frequent changing is how you kind of keep it under control. And here's the thing. Haven't had a cat for four years. Wow. Yeah, that's how I keep it fresh. (laughs) No cat. having a box of litter with no poop in it. And I go like, well, there's some poop in it. It's just not cat poop. (laughs) Oh, okay. Daddy like. (laughs) Daddy likes to poop. Oh, God. I'm really sorry about that daddy like. No. Honestly, that's on par with the other things that happen on the show. This is episode 600. That might be the high point of Jordan Jesse Go Caller. It's coherent and related to the things that that had come before it. I spit it out without stuttering. There you go. Caller, you're on Jordan Jesse Go. What's your name and and from where are you calling? Where? Whence call us? Hey, guys. It's. It's Tyler from New Hampshire. Oh, Tyler. We just talked to your neighbor. Tyler from New Hampshire. Live free or die, my friend. Right. Don't tread on me. God, I don't know any attractions in New Hampshire. (laughs) I've run to gotten to the bottom. I was pretty proud I came up with a West Virginia. Let's simplify. I feel like we've we've been doing a good job. Only one question. What question would you ask Chris Fairbanks? (laughs) (laughs) Tyler, what is the most momentous thing that's happened to you in the past 12 years since you've been listening to the show? And we assume you've been listening since day one. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Because I'm 21 now, so I've been listening since I was nine. Good. Yes. Fucking badass. Yeah. Yeah. Suck it, Captain <laughs> Underpants. <laughs> yeah. Just. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So I, I, did, I did think back all the way in the last 12 years. And I think the most momentous thing I've ever done was when I was 11, I was in a baseball game and I hit a walk-off home run in the semifinals. And we, we won that and we won the finals and I was a hero. Wow. Fucking the hero of all of New Hampshire, guys. Did, you, did your career, your baseball <laughs> career, continue? Um, <laughs> uh, so I kept playing baseball through through high school, but uh, I played on, like, this travel team, and I was pretty good on that. I actually had, like, I once had, like, a really good game where I, like, 
pitched against some college kids and like did really well. Whoa! But then I in high school I never even made the varsity team. Right? Can I tell you what happened when uh, my baseball team made the playoffs? I played in a park league, an urban park league, and uh, we made we were a bad team generally. We made the playoffs once in my entire from age five or six, whenever I started, to fourteen or fifteen, whenever I finished. We made the playoffs one time, and uh, Philip was our best player, Seventh Day Adventist. Would see him see him hitting the streets in a suit on the weekends, and uh, he was playing the outfield. Normally, he pitched for us. But he was playing the outfield. I was playing second base. There was a play at second base, you know, single to right or something like that, and uh, he threw it to me. Hit a rock. Hit a rock in Bad the infield, bounce. hit me in the head, uh, gave me a concussion, <laughs> and I had to go home. And that was the only time I played in a baseball playoff game my entire my entire childhood. Did his baseball career continue? Yeah. <laughs> in prison. <laughs> yeah, for for concussion giving. Yeah, yeah. That, that's uh they don't uh, that's not illegal anymore. Did you know that? Really? Yeah. They legalized that? Yeah, concussion along giving. Along with the dank? Yeah. Along yeah. With the sweet bud. <laughs> and along with the nookie. Yeah. Uh let's talk about let's talk about the post game pizza party. Yeah. Oh yeah. Never got to have one. <laughs> oh. Did you what did you when you hit your when you hit your, your big your big your big homer. Uh, did you get it? Did you get a pizza party? No, I didn't. Oh, you got fucked, my oh, friend. Yeah, did yeah. you um, get the game ball, Tyler? Yeah. Oh, good. You got the game ball, so that's, that's good. Something. You can trade that for pizza in a lot of economies. All <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, it's a local round table pizza. You bring them the game ball, and you get an individual pan. You're like, uh, your coach has to initial it, kid. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but no, the- I don't think I got a game ball, but I remember later that night. The coach called my dad at like 9.30 p.m. It might have been a school night, which is why we didn't late. do a pizza party. It's a little late to be calling dad. Yeah. But sorry, go ahead. What do you want? <laughs> your, your coach, your da- what, do you remember what they talked about? I'm, I've, I've been watching a lot of Mindhunter. What kind of a call was this? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, well, that's what I don't understand because I, I wasn't in on this conversation. So presumably my coach, his name is Dana. Mm-hmm. Presumably Dana just called my dad to be like, Damn, that shit was wild. Oh, that's cool. That's nice. Yeah. yeah, Dana's nice. It's nice when it's nice when your dad gets to hear that shit was wild. I'm sorry that I suggested <laughs> your coach was calling to ask your dad if he could fuck you. <laughs> that was a oversight on my part. And it's not funny. I'll tell you that much. Tyler, uh, Tyler, if the, if this makes you feel any better, uh, my coach was named Tim, and his car was missing a door. Mm. He'd drive kids around in it, though. <laughs> There's a whole door missing from his car. How do you even – how do you get a car that drives but is missing a door? <laughs> like, doors don't for... even have moving parts. <laughs> like, how do you maintain the engine but not have a door? It wasn't stuck. It was just not there. Sure. It probably, probably somebody Tommy Boyd it off. <laughs> yeah, you know what it's it like. Happens. Going backwards on the Tommy freeway. Yeah. 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 Classic Tommy Boy situation. Yeah. Uh, did you do you do any other sports? Do you do sports now? Are you part of any kind of league, or is that your is that your one shining moment? Did you retire from sports? Oh, I guess you you went on and played in high school. Yeah, and I played football and stuff in high school too. Um, I quit my senior year. I didn't play my senior year. Yeah, there's no rule that says you have to play your senior year. That's true. No, no. you want to concentrate on uh, other things. Get ready. Learn that from the movie Reverse Rudy. 
Sure. <laughs> yeah. And, and boring Rudy. It's just a guy going to chemistry class. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, uh, well, thank you very much for calling, and uh, congratulations on uh, that thing that happened when you were 11. Yeah. yeah. Always nice to hear from a baseball hero like Tyler. Sure. Yeah. These people are the these people are the people That's, who knit America together, Jordan. Right, sure. Much great like, to the Hall of Fame. Yes. Yeah. Much like we did in the beginning of this show when we focused on knitting. That was yes. a running thing that... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we that was brought up earlier. Our let's herald talk, is complete. Let's talk sure. about some of the high moments of this episode right now. Mm. Oh, let's yeah. all go around and say what our favorite. Definitely not this thing. segment. <laughs> this is this been this is a, this was a nice B minus, I think. Yeah, yeah. But for me, the, for me, the high point were the various times that I thought Brian had hung up on the caller by now, mm-hmm. but then the caller chimed in because they're having a nice time because there are there are uh, our buddy on the podcast yeah, right, yeah, right now having a great time. I thought Tyler was. I thought Tyler was long gone, but we don't have a little light or anything that indicates no. that. Brian loves Tyler. He feels bad for hanging up on him sure. earlier. Just wants okay. to give him his wants to give him his time. He's gone. He's back in New Hampshire. Right. He was here. That's how a phone works. <laughs> we beam them up. Yeah. Just call the fucking cabbage patch, buddy. Yeah. That. that oh, oh was Tyler my son? <laughs> yeah. Oh, come back, son. Oh, no. I need to mold you in my image. You're gonna need to. You're not gonna need to go to New Hampshire. I'll... Not only does your son live there, that's a vital early primary state. Oh man, this sounds like. I need to get myself a David Spade and do a Tommy Boy right to New Hampshire. <laughs> Gene Shaheen, is that a senator from New Hampshire? Don't know. Could be your son. Well, we'll see. Impossible to know. Okay, Once we, we got, get the blood test back. We got one more caller here. Caller, you're on Jordan Jesse Go. What's your name and from where are you calling? I'm Casey from St. Louis, Missouri. Casey, it's great to talk to you. Thank you for joining us here on the program. Uh, have you ever been in the uh, observation deck at the top of the Gateway Arch? Yeah. I have. It is great. Yeah. It's I fucking, highly recommend it. It fucking rules, right? You're like, man, when you <laughs> see that Gateway Arch, you're like, this thing's majestic as fuck. And then you get in that crazy and you elevator. And baseball stadium. Yeah. From you, way up. Yeah, you get, in that, you get in that crazy elevator. It goes all the way to the top of the Gateway Arch. You're yeah. up there. You're like, this is pretty fucking solid. Doesn't it go straight up and then diagonal? And it's like the Wonka Vader. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Sideways and upways and other ways and always. Yeah. <laughs> you, got any, you got any Oompa Loompas, buddy? I wait. Nope, not that I've seen. Yeah, they might hide them in the stairs. Yeah, that's possible. And maybe they're maybe over there, over there in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Uh, Everything's up to date in Kansas City. <laughs> we're uh, we're asking people what their uh, what their most momentous occasion has been in the twelve years since we started this show. Uh, what, so, what what comes to mind? When I got married last fall, we made a bargain, and my wife let me was going to let me call. From the altar to moment of occasion about us getting married, but I was so nervous, I forgot to do it. Oh, you blew it! So that would have been cool for us. What did you have to? What did you have to give up, caller? What's a call? What's our? What's your name, caller? Casey. 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 What did you have to give up? We had we had an outdoor wedding, and I allowed her to have a Bluetooth speaker playing music when during the, before the ceremony when she walked up. Oh, wow. So I would have won the deal had Wait, I were remembered against, to do it. Why were you against that? It seems like yeah, a fine what, idea. What did you, you not like you about that? Because I, I, I knew I could trade it for something I wanted. Oh. A, yeah. Hey, you're you're ready for marriage, buddy. It's all a hostile <laughs> negotiation. <Sure. laughs> 
You're doing marriage Trump <laughs> style now. Ten months or whatever it's been now. <laughs> yeah, being married is great. Uh, so, I like her. so okay. So you you wanted to call in during your vows. You chickened out at the last minute and kept the uh, proceedings sacred and tasteful. Sure. Uh, and didn't have to explain why I had my cell phone out during her, my wedding. <laughs> well, you know, I think we're all addicted to those little hypno screens. No, it makes sense. Oh, scroll, God. scroll, swipe, swipe. Hello, uh, I need to go to SA, Screen <laughs> sure. Anonymous. And you know <laughs> okay. Jeff Bezos is just listening in. Jeff yeah. Bezos is like, what does Jesse have to say? <laughs> I was just talking about cargo pants. Now here's an ad for them. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like Jeff Bezos is listening in to my screen anonymous meetings. That's supposed to be anonymous. <laughs> this is a crippling addiction. Yeah. Yep. This has destroyed my life. Oh, have you guys seen this new documentary, Black Mirror? <laughs> the documentary? Oh. oh, it's not a documentary? I thought it was. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was. Jordan, uh, do they have that on the other side of the looking glass? Because I've been through the looking glass, okay? okay. It's a brave new world, Jordan. <laughs> sure. Uh, I'm aging backwards like <laughs> Benjamin Button. Oh, I think now we're off topic. I don't think we're talking about the same thing anymore. It's a completely different thing you're doing, and I don't know what it is. Aha, that's where I've got you. It's a negotiating point. Yeah, sure. I'll abandon this bit with no premise if, <laughs> if I let you play a Bluetooth speaker may, outside. It makes no sense. Which is a very reasonable request. Now we're all going to get ads on our phones for the DVD of Benjamin Button. <laughs> <laughs> Just because we talked about that, you know, Casey, you, uh, Casey, you, you don't know this, but I was a wedding DJ for a time in the Washington D.C. area, uh, wedding DJ's assistant. But I gave myself a little courtesy upgrade. Mm. Uh, uh, Casey, what kind of music were you playing on that Bluetooth speaker? Um, it was Buddy Holly before the ceremony, and then. Mostly, jams after. I don't know, a bunch of <laughs> funk music and things for the reception. Sure. Yeah, sure. It's, it's really solid. Got to get people ruffling their chicken feathers out there. Sure. <laughs> Wait, so do you have a separate, do you have a separate momentous <laughs> occasion? classic funk <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You Ruffle know, your cla- chicken. <laughs> it's a dance. You guys don't dance. I dance. Okay. <laughs> I've seen you. You dance. Yeah, yeah. I've been in, uh, been in a few dance contests. Anyway, <laughs> so today was like the anniversary call. This is you. This is a gift to your wife, isn't it? Yeah, it's like a week off. Yeah, that's why I thought <laughs> we did. Sounds like this marriage is going to last. What's your wife's best, what, Casey? What's your wife's best quality? She's standing next to me, so I can't say anything mean. Cheese Why would you say something mean? We asked you to say something nice. I demand a divorce. She's good at standing next to you. This is over. This is over. Why and she gets you... the podcast in the split. Yeah. Oh, no. It, yeah, sorry, Casey. You can't listen to podcasts anymore. You only have get to listen to AM radio in the car. Yeah. And your wife gets uh, half the stuff and uh, the ability to listen to podcasts. Yeah, it's fucking Dr. Laura Even or the Spanish-language Catholic station yeah. for you, buddy. Yeah, welcome to Divorce Court. They don't even have those golden oldie stations on AM where they play songs from the 40s. Everyone's dead. 
that used to run them. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. They all died. That's all I said. Worst of all, there's been a nuclear holocaust. You're the only person still alive. Yeah. yeah. And when you're listening to AM News Radio, you have to turn off traffic and weather on the nines. <laughs> when the traffic and weather come on on the nines, you can't listen. If it slips in on the sixes... Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, we're not monsters. Yeah, and of course, <laughs> Jeff Bezos is going to hear him one way or the other. Oh, yeah, because he's listening in, <laughs> Casey, collecting our data. Casey, thank thank you for calling in. It's been uh, it's been a joy to talk to you. Uh, I'm sorry that we broke Thank you for your 12 years of entertainment. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You pronounced yeah. that correctly. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the, exactly correct. Question mark at the end. Was yeah. Should we? Like, you know. Should we append? Should we call our friends at Apple and see if all the positive iTunes reviews of uh, Jordan Jesse go? They can add a question mark. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. but... I like this show. <laughs> Five stars. Stars. The. <laughs> well, Chris Fairbanks, thank you for joining us on our this our six hundredth episode of Jordan I'm, Jesse. Go. I feel I'm very happy you had me come by, and I hope I answered all the questions that were specifically about me. You've been you well. You've been a great friend to our program over many years, uh, and I think that recently Nick Adams said he wants to fight you. Oh boy, for oh. the role of top. Well, first of all, he just wants to fight you in general. Oh God. As he heard you had that hip procedure. Oh, right. And he thinks you're an easy mark now. Oh, wow. He's, they're running up his record this so that he like can a healthy have a hip championship guy? He's got two good hips? Yeah, he's a two good hip guy. Yeah, well. And he's got a beard for cushioning. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My knuckles just get lost in it. Yeah. <laughs> Get uh, lost in those beautiful, those beautiful curds. I gotta learn something else curves. other than my beard punch. <laughs> curls <laughs> is the word I was trying to say. <laughs> curds. curds, but hey, that Nick yep. Adams has a hell of a bod. <laughs> he does. The the body is banging. Yeah. Oh, is he ripped? No well, one I don't would fight no, this guy. Curvy. Oh. Real men have curves. Yeah, You're looking good, Nicky baby. <laughs> looks nice. Repeat, uh, Chris. Daddy, like. <laughs> Are you are you hitting, are you, <laughs> yeah. are you hitting the road to do stand up comedy anytime yeah, soon? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm hitting. Uh, I'm going through the south in uh, October um, to a bunch of cities and states I've never been to. That'll be fun. Check my website. What's that? Uh, ChrisFairbanks.com. Chris Sounds good. Doing a little Comedy Central thing. I forget the name of it, but it'll be good. It's like a short set thing. Yeah. And I've been, uh, you know, swimming. And uh, home decorating. <laughs> you yeah. have been home decorating. Yeah, you showed yeah. us some of your. Looks uh, nice. You yeah. showed us some photos of your home decor. I'm really focused on being in my house and not leaving it. Is it healthy? I don't know, but is it beautiful? You bet. Sure. Yeah, yeah it looks nice. It and of nice. course, you're the co host of the podcast, Do You Need a Ride, along with another Jordan Jesse Go favorite, the great Karen Kilgariff. Yeah, yeah. And it's uh, that's been the best. What are uh, you on, episode 600 or. No, not oh, even. Oh, I mean, you're sticking oh, it in my face. Face and I can feel it. It feels like a beardy punch. You know, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid to stick it in your face. I'm it's... no Huey Lewis. Hey, <laughs> I don't want to keep my light under a bushel. Well, you've yeah. never seen his gardening hog. And I, yeah, it's been great. It's, those people go to my comedy shows now. It's and they're sweet people. I love it. I hope all the Jordan Jesse Go fans will get out to see the great Chris Fairbanks. Well, after today, they're bound to. Yeah. Uh, our producer, Brian Sunny D. Fernandez, uh, for what are we looking at? Five, seven years? How long have you been the producer of this show, Brian? 
uh, I think since uh, 2012 or 13. Mm, that's what we're looking at, six or seven years. Good. Yeah, I think we just passed uh, where, like, the the number I came in on, which is like 250-something, we're now up above, like, I'm more than half. More than half. More than half. Well, maybe we should change your name from Brian Sunny D. Fernandez to Brian More Than Half Fernandez. Yeah. yeah. All more than half. Yeah. MTH. I like it. It's got a nice ring. You can join us on Facebook by liking Jordan Jesse Go. You can find us on Reddit at MaximumFun.Reddit.com. Hashtag your tweets. Hashtag JJGO. Our apologies to all the great listeners who we couldn't fit into this week's program. Again, we were unable to screen or in any way control the flow of calls. I thought it worked. I well. think we, I think we at least got to the couple people I hung up on. Yeah, so yeah, that was good. It's that's nice. And I think what do we have about six, five, six calls? So that's that's at least half of the people who listen to the program. <laughs> yeah. I, I do think three of them were just the three other people doing funny voices. <laughs> that's fair, but I'm, I'm a Kraken. That... It's me. <laughs> All right, I know that's not a Kraken because oh. they don't talk. I know they've they been don't watching. Talk. I guess they I'll... have been watching oh. Friends on Netflix. That's bullshit. They're learning English from. They have that beak. What? There's a little tongue in there. Oh, wait. Just... Okay, I'll go back in my hole. Yeah. A little cracking hole. Yeah. All right. Have fun in there, buddy. <laughs> Don't jack off too much. <laughs> Way ahead of you. <laughs> spank, spank, spank. <laughs> okay, what it is. What to do with these tentacles? <laughs> it is really hot in our studio. Yeah. Boy, we'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jessica. <laughs> Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.